Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Christine Roberts-Kelly, founder of Intention Enterprises, a business services company supporting small to medium organizations from inception to sustainable growth. And this includes everything from business formation to financial fundamentals and to training everything in between. I love that. Christine, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure to have you here. So can you just expand a little bit more on where you are today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Um, So I am three years into this venture. I left Hmm. corporate America 18 months ago. Um, (laughs) You know, that's six figures to make $6. And really, I am here to serve small to medium-sized organizations, um, people who are wanting to start their business. So Mm. working with you on the fundamentals of your foundation and then your financial foundation, right? So how do we start it? How do we run it? And how do we keep the money? (laughs) Nice, the three calls. I love that. So with with that, what, what is... What is it that you find is the the most important aspect for the people that reach out to you? What is their what's lacking? What's missing? What are they not aware of? What do they need to help most to start with? What I've been running into is people have not started their entities correctly. They don't have all the paperwork in place. And I'm talking things like your licenses and your permits. Um, those are really important. Your insurances, they don't think they need it, but they do need it. So the foundation of a lot of the enterprises that I've run into, a lot of these organizations, is that they haven't even been set up correctly. And then they're still spending money out of their own bank account. They don't have a, they haven't even set up their business bank account yet. Oh, so these these really are the, the actual fundamentals, which is, I guess a lot of people get into business. We took, call them the, the accidental entrepreneurs on this show. And it's right. so much fun, which like, I'm either kind of doing this for a while. Now I might as well make it a business. Or I kind of fell into this and go head first. And I'm, I'm not a business owner, but I'm I'm finding my way. So without someone taking you under their wing and guiding you, it's so easy to miss things. You, just don't, you don't know what you don't know. Is that yes. the problem? I think that is, that's part of the problem. Um, I've had companies that have been in operation 10 years, like they're running a business. This is their main source of income. And then pandemic hits. So that's where I saw a lot of clients, the pandemic hit. And then you Mm. have funding available to you. But guess what? You don't qualify because you you don't have your your organization wasn't formed correctly. You don't have all the paperwork. You haven't even taken a paycheck in the proper way. 
So I got, I got a lot of clients that way when they're realizing, okay, I want to file for these assistance, but I'm not set up correctly. And that's mm. when it dawned on them that, oh my goodness, I really, there were really things that I needed to put in place in order to benefit from the system. Okay. So working with you and the way that you help manage themselves and their business, what is the, what is the goal? What is the dream outcome that you help them to actually achieve? It, and it just, it depends on the organization, right? If you need help setting up, making sure you're correct. Um, you can be in business for a number of years. And as you start to grow, you haven't even put policies in place to protect your organization, mm. right? And to protect your employees. So you, you talk about lack of productivity with employees. Well, do they know what they're supposed to be doing? You know, if you're sick tomorrow, can someone else pick up an SOP or uh, a standard operating procedure and be able to follow their process? So helping some organizations put those things in place then they can grow and scale. Mm. But hold on there. You know this firsthand by becoming an entrepreneur and a business owner. Sometimes it feels like we're just running on fire by the seat of pants. And all these things, although they sound logical, and I get it, I know it, is, but I just need to get to do this first. I just need to do this. And then we grow and then realize, so as you said, these foundations, they're kind of rocky or not even there. What... What is that like to manage them and hold them back? Because it sounds like security, clarity, organization. And it's I think you, you're right. It happens to all of us, right? So I spent 20 years in business running multi-million dollar organizations. So I know what it looks like. And then I come out here on my own to start my own business. And it's like, okay, it's just a little bit different. Because I'm the person who is doing it myself. I don't have a marketing person. I don't have a contract person. I don't have an attorney. You know, all those things that bigger corporations have that someone else has thought about as a solopreneur, as an entrepreneur, we haven't necessarily thought about that. Again, we don't know what we don't know. And even hmm. when we know what? it, we don't know. <laughs> with, with that shift, so when you made that shift personally, what was it that maybe was the, the one thing that's like, oh, shit. I had no idea about this. What was what was maybe the thing that caught you off guard? Um, not that I had anything necessarily catch me off guard, but more in the marketing arena. Like, oh my God, I am my marketing person. I am my advertising person. You know, there isn't someone to go to these events. It's me. Like, I am the person that needs to show. So I think that has, that was a little, that took me yeah. More by surprise than it really should have, but I don't know. Yeah, some of these things is because you know we joke all the time that becoming an entrepreneur is like, yeah, you you want to do the thing that you're good at. You want to help your your small medium organizations to be able to have that security organization, build their foundations. That's what you get to do. That's what you love to do. However, oh my gosh, you got to do the admin and the cleaning and the marketing and the sales and the fulfillment and everything yes. in between. And yes. some of those things, like I couldn't, can't wait to do that spreadsheet. Other times, like I don't want to do this. It's a lot to take on alongside our, our physical health, business, our family, right? our personal life, right? Right. Yes. Yes. Trying to balance it. It's a whole new um, 
for your, for, you know, you're moving into this space where, okay, I'm balancing, trying to balance my business and my personal life and realizing that everything creeps, right? There's, there's a scope creep in your own life that's happening. And you, you know, you think you're going to be an entrepreneur for freedom and all of these great things. Well, not initially that you are, you're plugging away at this thing seven days a week, probably. And if you're not, then you're thinking about plugging away at it, right? Yes. that thing. So you go from the nine to five to the six in the morning through to 12 at night. Oh my gosh, this, this is supposed to be the dream, right? For freedom, yeah. time, freedom, money, freedom, all that stuff. But it's, I guess it comes back into the passion, the desire, the drive, but that those boundaries that get pushed and the time that just evaporates. It's yes. it, how much of this journey that you've experienced in this transition has actually helped the way that you can uh, appreciate and understand your clients, maybe at a different level that if you were just an employee doing this job, you wouldn't have this level of empathy, this level of understanding. How much has this helped you? It Immensely, right? Because again, I spent all this time in corporate America, 100 o'clock, whether I showed up I got it or not, I got a paycheck. It was great. And so now I, I understand a little bit more how some of the, the owners of these organizations were feeling. And mm. now that I own my own, I can, I know where my clients are, right? I understand it's a combination of things. Um, you, you can't find the time to transfer it to someone else, even though you know you need to, right? You need to outsource mm. it, but you feel like you can't find the time to outsource it. Where can I find the bandwidth to put all the information together to turn it over to you? Um, and then the fear of saying, okay, I'm going to have to let this go and give it to someone else who this is what they do. This is their zone of genius and really reclaim some of my time so that I can grow the business. It's, it's that fine line of not wanting to let go, being afraid to admit that I can't do this either because mm. I don't have the skill set or I don't want to, or I don't have the time to, but then relinquishing some of that power to someone else. You know, and I'm dealing with, most of the time I'm dealing with money, right? I'm dealing with bookkeeping clients. So to yeah. turn over your financial information to someone else, that's always a big step. It's always Ooh. a big step. There's, there is so much terror and fear and everything. We're only one aspect of, of business, but you just listed yes. pretty much the top things that hold everyone back. Let's focus on one time versus outsourcing so you don't have the time to set someone up to outsource however you know if you outsource that will bring in more time so right. what comes first the time or the outsourcing it's the chicken and the egg it's like there is logically there is no right answer so that's when we short circuits that's when we right. don't move forward it's so tough because there is no right answer therefore the safe thing to do is just Pause. Status quo. And people, people, they stay with the status quo. And what they realize, what happens is there's no growth, right? In the status quo. Mm. There's no growth. There's in the staying in the same place, worrying about the same thing. Um, you're not, you're not growing either way. You're not growing either way. And and that's mm. that's I think that's it's hard. Right. Just like everything else we do is not it's an it's a hard adjustment. But if we do it in increments, I don't need a whole day of your time. 
when I'm going to transfer this. I need one hour of your time. One hour of your time for you to reclaim the rest of your week. Mm. See, that's a little shift. I also know another little shift, which you said it's hard. It's not hard for everyone, which means it's not a rule, which means it's a belief and beliefs can be changed. Therefore, it doesn't have to be hard. So rather than saying these things are hard, whether it's you or your clients, it's, no, this is, this is easy. This is, this is simple. This is simple to do. Holding space for that, it feels lighter. The decisions we make are going to be slightly different rather right. than, and it's, it's levels. The first level of, ah, oh, being able to find that help. And the second level, as you said, being able to outsource and let go. I've now got the help, but now, oh, it's, it's that ability to let go. And this is tough. It's, and then once you let go, oh, there's going to be another one now there fulfilling on the client. So now they're worried about, are you doing the right job? People have paid for you. Christine, your name is on the door. So at every level, there's a new challenge. Yes. Most of I me, mean, we can st stick by the 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, it's mental. It's our thoughts, our beliefs, and our promises. That's, that's it. It's us. So as you go through, as, as you've personally gone through this, what is the one area that you're like, yeah, look, if I could just get rid of this, if I just didn't have to do this and I can scale my business because I know it's needed, what would that be? It is the social media. Ooh. Social media for me is I feel the thorn in my side. Um, that constant need to, or what everyone tells me is this need to be present in creating content and that seems to be, uh, I, I, I love what I do, right? I, mm. I enjoy all aspects of, of my business. It, it's, it, it really is, it's my passion. It's what I want to do. But the social media thing, oh, I mean, enough already. How many times do you, how many times do I need to post every day and how often and to what, what, what sites and create the YouTubes and I'm just, you know, then come up with the content and write the copy. It's, like, my word. It's yeah, lot. wouldn't it be so much easier if we could just sit in our office and just people found us, get to, got to know us and loved us and just reached out? It'd be so much easier, right? Right, right. It's not like the old days. Listen, I come from this old, honestly, I feel like I come from this old 1960s mentality where, you know, you put your suit on every day, you go and say hi to people, you meet them and they're your clients. Like, this is the this is the world I, I spent in, right? My, all my time in. And now as an entrepreneur, that's not the world. We are, we're digital and your presence is required, right? In the digital yeah. age, your presence is required. So what, what aspect is it? So don't forget yourself. We guide people through the top three aspects of business. It is the strategy, it is the technology, and it is the people. What is it? What's the toughest thing about the social media showing up for you? Of those showing three? up. During my ah. face on social media. So um, it is not the strategy. It is not the technology. It is, oh, it's me. I'm the brand. I am the face of my organization. And I'm like, ooh, can we pick another face? <laughs> is there some, some other way we can do this? But, yeah. you know, well, feedback is, I need because to show my face. <laughs> this shows up differently for an awful lot of people. What is it for you? What is it that's going through your mind is it is it is it what's in your mind is it the feelings that you have the emotions the adrenaline what is it for you personally and how does this show up it's 
am I going to say the right thing? Is my voice, the sound of my voice? Um, what do I look like? Um, is my information going to be what they're looking for? Are they going to be bored by it? It's, for me, it's everything involved in, in the process of being the face of my organization. And it sounds, I don't know if it sounds weird. It's just one of those things I just, why does it have to be me? Um, <laughs> I have a really cute dog. I mean, can we use, you know, you, you start thinking these things, but the feedback that I keep getting is, okay, you are, you are your brand. You are the person they want to see because mm. this is something you've created from, from scratch. It's your organization. And of course you're, you as a presence should be associated with that. And you just don't want to mess it up. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to embarrass myself through the process either so there's a little bit of maybe perfectionism coming in a little bit of fear a little bit of doubts a little bit of am i am i enough am i showing up am i enough and i know that sounds and we're not having a therapy session right but am yeah. i enough am i enough yeah because that again logically you know that you know you're enough Logically, you get this, but emotionally, it's like ah. But still, because you're still, me. go to press record or upload it, or it's like ah. So in those moments, in that moment that you press record or that you're about to press post, what's going through your mind? I do a lot of cringing. Um, what I have taken to doing is when I. I do it and I've done it in the car when I, if I think about something or if I want to express gratitude for someone and something's happened in the business realm um, and I felt that it needed to be public, like I will literally be sitting in the car, pull up in my driveway, hit record, say what it is I feel I need to say. It mm -hmm. will be authentic. It'll probably be flubbed. <laughs> and then I post it immediately. I don't rewatch it. I don't look at it again. I post it because I know if I went back and rewatched it, I would find every single thing wrong with the post before I post it. And I, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it because I, I must have 50 reels in my phone that I haven't posted because I rewatched it. And then no, I was like, Christine, no. and I'm like, oh, forget it. No, I'm not even going to bother. So yeah. now I've taken to, oh, just do it, send it out and to hell with what happens sometimes. <laughs> Who cares? That'll be fine. You're crazy. <laughs> if you're able to, well, because it sounds like there's two routes here. One, to be able to overcome <laughs> this challenge. I mean, as an introvert, it is so tough to put ourselves out there. It is so tough to find the, it's draining. One, to draining. get to the point of doing it. And two, afterwards, oh my gosh, you just 25% of my daily energy. That can be so, so tough. So to, find the way for you to do this with fun and joy and excitement or how to allow this to happen without you i know what you i know what you'd rather do right get your dog to do it <laughs> take me out of the picture <laughs> so what if you were able to change that what if you were able to show up daily and actually enjoy it from that perspective what would change with not only how you feel about business but how your 
your prospects and clients respond to you, what would change? I think I would connect with my ideal client a lot better because they're going to get to know me. I'm going to be showing up on a regular basis. And not that I'm not present on social media. I absolutely am. I'm, I'm, you know, I make sure I post, I make sure I, I, I give valuable content. Um, but I, but there is something about seeing the person who you're going to work with, even if they're in another state, right? Mm. You're seeing them, their face on a regular basis or hearing their yeah. voice on a regular basis. That makes you feel a little bit more connected to yeah. them, right? That I think it, all of these things that they offer growth, right? That's what we're looking for. We're looking for a way to grow and connect with our clients, not just have a book full of business, mm. but a connection with our clients in some way. In some way, right? Because everybody does bookkeeping. Everybody does accounting, right? You know, everybody does, can write a policy. You can Google a policy, but why, you know, they want to work with me because there's something about me that they've connected to and they can't connect if I don't show up. And so here's the three core pillars when we coach people through the marketing aspect, through this particular challenge, care, connect, and convert. Without focus on one of those three, it's going to fall flat. So just constant connection constant value constant showing up it's not going to work you don't go hey by the way have you seen this is what i do there's an introduction there's a way of transferring across and it can be so tough sometimes with single focus on i need to do this i need to care i need to connect i need to connect the the bigger picture is lost because the anxiety because of the doubt the fear and we all forget oh what was the point of that again? Oh, yes, the point was to do this, but I was too busy focused on the other aspect. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You do get you get hyper focused on the on on things that may not necessarily matter and they're not going to convert, right? It's not going, it's not gonna convert. It's not gonna translate well. Yeah. Either. And that's a core point. You're hyper focused. As the introvert that you are, as someone who you can do these videos, but you just really don't want to. Do you find yourself doing all this, these other tasks and dumb stuff and, and other things that might move the needle and you convince yourself rather than doing that thing that you, know, you should? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm like, I have, a, I have a long list of things to do. And I, I have to say, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty good at time management, right? This is what I do. This is what I know how to do. But somehow there is never enough time in the day to make that 30 second uh, video to eventually put out. There just can't seem to find those, you know, that minute to hit the camera and turn it on and send it. Hold on. So you are so good at time management that you've been able to block off and make sure there is no time for this one thing because look, I've, I've been able to, maybe it's subconscious. Maybe it's actually, maybe you know what you're doing. Look, I've blocked my day. Ah. Damn it, I can't because these things are super important. How much is, there's a question, how much is subconscious that you're kind of seeing it as we sort of talk about this? And how much is, no, I know exactly what I'm doing and I'm making sure I can't do that video. It might be a combination of the, of the two. And, yeah. you know, as we talk about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, is this self-sabotage? Am I sabotaging myself in this, in this process by over-scheduling myself and then at the end of the day i'm so exhausted and really i don't i can't even think anymore i'm like that that's so that's what i just got uh, maybe it's just i've been sabotaging myself through 
Yeah. Over scheduling. I would say 3000% is self-sabotage. I mean, that comes out in lots of different ways, but yeah, this, and if you were to do a video from that place, you would lose your way. You would stumble your words. You'll forget what you're doing. You'll further validate. Oh, look, I'm not good at this. I shouldn't be doing this. I don't like it. I can't do it. So because of the situation that you may be creating, it's possible, it's possible that you're going to further fuel a belief. I mean, you coach people through the money mindset. You coach people through their beliefs and the energy around money. You're an expert at this subject to allow people to see things they don't see, understand concepts they didn't understand before. If we take the same principle into your energy showing up, how you're further fueling a belief. Yes. The similarities are interesting. It, but I th isn't that um, do as I say and not as I do, right? It's the old, one of these old adages, like I know what you should do to make it run well and what it should look like. And then it comes to yourself like, yeah, but that really doesn't apply to me. Does it apply to me? I don't know. <laughs> does it apply to me? But really it does apply to me and to move myself out of that. Yeah. The, the mindset, but right? Energy, energy. Too close. You're too close to coach yourself. You're too close to understand these things because you're at the same point of your brain is trying to keep you safe. You're trying to avoid things that might cause you pain, discomfort. Yes. So to coach yourself through the, the, these things and experience them at the same time, it's impossible. It can't be done. I mean, it can be. It is possible. So I take my back what I said. But traditionally what you found is it's it's not going to help right. so just having like that's why this podcast exists to, yeah. to your point so we can build relationships hey everyone listening to how i can help other people work through these challenges how the other people are also going through these challenges it's a beautiful way to connect build a community people reach out and say hey could you help me solve that problem that i heard you talked to christine about can you help the accountability, me accountability right this is what the community gives us Yes, and it's the accountability beautiful. to say, okay, you, you've expressed your concern. Now what? Okay. And in a week, we're going to talk about how you move that concern forward, right? How, how you move that needle forward to get something so, else. Yeah. I think understanding this and, and actually doing it, they're two different things. So yes. the first step is, I mean, great. You, you've got some more um, information today. You've got, maybe it's like, oh, I didn't see that before. Oh, damn it. Now you're in a precarious position because what do you do with that? from that same place it's okay now you've reached level two what's at level two there's new demons and new things to work through that's the fun and game of being an entrepreneur it never stops the, it, you've had as you've grown you reach one level that's like ah oh, shit i've now got to do this next level oh okay dig in let's go again yeah. but to manage yourself through this is it's the fun and games of this. And that's where we have to approach it with fun and laughter and just, oh my gosh, uh, yes, I am self-sabotaging. What an umpty, lol. And we say that to ourselves all the time. Right. And then now we now you're self-aware, right? So once you made yourself aware that you are aware that this is something that you're doing, what, what, what's the next step? How do I, do I want to move forward? Because if you don't want to move forward, then you're not looking for growth. You're looking for your business mm. to stay exactly where it is. Um, and in some aspect, you may just be content to be in that background space. But if you're an entrepreneur who is looking to grow, 
you'll recognize and then we, we take action, right? I, I, I have this thing I tell people because my company is Intention Enterprises. Um, I tell them intentions, intentions, your plan, your process, your procedures, plus action. Because mm. you have to take action. That's what creates the magic and the progress and helps you move forward, right? So I know there's something now, now I have to take action in order to move myself forward. Ah, oh, beautiful. And we'll be celebrating you all the way through. So, Christine, thank you so much for being here, for sharing your message, how you help people, how you guide your businesses and behind the scenes. Personally, I love this. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. I appreciate your time. Oh, you're so welcome. And you see the light bulb go on over my head. <laughs> so I Which had, one? I had there's, a light bulb moment, so it's perfect. This is great. What was the biggest light bulb moment for you? that I think I might be sabotaging myself. This is this is what I've been doing. And now what? Now it's now what? Now what? Does that feel your excitement, fear, yes. dread, a bit of everything? I'm excited. Acknowledge, you know, acknowledging the problem is half the battle. So that was right. a good one for me. <laughs> Stay tuned for part two where we complete this battle. <laughs> <laughs> Christine, where can people find out more about you and your business? They can find me um, at intentionenterprises.com. And I am on Instagram as well at intention underscore enterprises. And I'm on Facebook, Intention LLC. Super stuff. Well, thank you so much. Everyone, please go and check that out. But Christine, thank you so much for being here. All right. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so, so welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.